In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. I'm just thinking that I don't want you to quit, that people are being tormented that they're going to quit. Don't quit. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Don't quit. It's not the time to quit. It's the time to surrender. You say, but I surrendered and nothing happens. I tell you, if you surrender, something will happen. Something will happen. It's time not to quit. It's time to continue to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That's the time that we're living in now. And you know, not many people will speak this way. They just want to be very nice. I know there are people listening to me that have gone through agony. And the Lord says, don't quit. I will restore the years that the locusts ate your crop. I will restore the years that the locusts ate your crop. It is not time to quit. It is time to surrender. I surrender to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you my spirit. I surrender to you, O wonderful Jesus. So tell the people today, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Do not quit. Do not quit. It's time to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Jesus, 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 there is something about that name. Master, Savior, <clears throat> Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about your name. Oh, yes. His name is salvation. His name is healing. His name is love. Oh, yes, his name is wonderful. So give your life to Jesus today. Don't quit. Tell the Lord you're still in the battle, no matter how hard it is. And I am not telling you it's not difficult. It is difficult. We need the Holy Spirit to keep us keeping our eyes fixed upon Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith and of our salvation. I'm reading from John's Gospel, the 11th chapter. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany. Lazarus is the brother of Mary and Martha, 
where Jesus used to go to just rest and to be at their house, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. That's love. That's love. Jesus said that she was doing this for his burial. Her brother Lazarus was ill. And I'm going to tell you, they had no penicillin. They had no drugs to get people better when they were ill. That if they were ill, they usually died. And that's what's going to happen to Lazarus. So the sisters, Mary and Martha, sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. Lord, come to us. He whom you love is ill. Please come. Please come. We know you can heal him. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Oh, yes, it will reveal God's glory. Jesus stays in the place where he is for almost two days. He does not go to Bethany. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. And you know what happened. Lazarus died. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Remember, Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. He used the name of God with himself, that he is the Son of God, and that he is God. Oh, yes. And are you going there again? Jesus answered, are there not, uh, let me continue, those who walk during the daylight, those who walk during the day do not stumble because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble because the light is not in them. Is the light in you today? Is the light in you today? Jesus said, you are the light of the world. We have borrowed light like the moon. But do you have light in you today? Ask him for light. He is the light of the world. But those who walk at night stumble because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. The disciples think that that's a good thing, that he's fallen asleep, he'll get better. But Jesus says, the disciples said to him, Lord, Lord, 
if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought that he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Jesus on purpose stayed away from Bethany, on purpose, so that the glory of God would be revealed. Let's continue. For your sake I am glad I was not there, so that they may believe. But let us go to Lazarus. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us go also, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. In the Holy Land, the body begins to corrode during the fourth day. It's not a whole body. It starts to decompose. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away. Many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. We have the two different personalities. Martha, who said, Are you not concerned that my sister isn't helping me to prepare the kitchen or the chicken soup? Mary, who sits at his feet and listens to him. Martha heard that Jesus was coming. She went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. She has faith. She has faith. I know that he will rise again, Martha said, in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Again, the I am means God, the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, Martha said. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. She had real faith. I believe that if you even tell him, tell God to raise him up, God will raise him up because he listens to your prayers. The Father will raise him up. Martha had tremendous faith. Let's continue. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told Mary privately, the teacher, the rabbi, is calling for you. Now Mary goes because she's being called for. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place 
where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. She's going to meet Jesus. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Imagine, he knows what he's going to do, but he weeps for the death of Lazarus. He knows that he's going to call this body back to life. It is not a resurrection. A resurrection gives a new body. It is a resuscitation. Jesus breathed life into Lazarus. Let's continue. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man in John 9 have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to Jesus, Lord, already there is a stench. He started to decompose because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to Martha, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But you know that the Lord always hears you too when you pray in the name of Jesus. Do you know that today? That you're not a second-class citizen? That when you pray, God hears you? That's true. As long as God is still on the throne and hears and answers prayer, everything is going to come out all right if your faith in him is intact. Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, 
Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here so that they may believe that you sent me. And when he said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. That's what Jesus says to us about each other. Unbind him and let him go. We've been ministering to this person. Unbind him and let him go. Oh, yes, he gives that commission to us. We remember in the third chapter of Acts, the man that was lame was being unbound by Peter and John. We have nothing to give you, but we give you what we have. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, get up and walk. They unbound that man. We are called to unbound each other. That is what it's all about, to care for each other, to love each other, to unbind each other. Oh, yes, don't quit. It's not the time to quit. It's the time to see the glory of God. Verse 45. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what he had done, that he raised him up. So the chief priests and Pharisees called a meeting of the council and said, What are we to do? This man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place, the temple, and our nation. They gave up Jesus, and their temple was destroyed anyway in the year 70 by the Romans. They gave up Jesus, and Israel was destroyed. This is the clear experience. When we give up Jesus, that which we don't want to happen will happen. It's just like that. Don't give up Jesus. He's the only one we have. He is our light. He is our salvation. He is our hope. He is our everything. This man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place, the temple, and our nation, Israel. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You do not understand that it is better for you to have one man die for the people than to have the whole nation 
destroyed. He did not say this on his own, but being the high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was about to die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but to gather into one the dispersed children of God, so that they, so that day on, so from day on, they planned to put Jesus to death. Jesus therefore said, no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there to a town called Ephraim in the region near the wilderness, and he remained there with his disciples. Why? Because they're after him. They want him dead. Now the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and were asking one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? Surely he has not come to the festival, will he? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who knew where Jesus was should let them know so that they might arrest him. You see, they're after Jesus. They want him crucified. And guess what? He is going to be crucified for love of you, for love of me, for love of Lazarus, for love of Mary and Martha. Oh yes, our Savior is a living sacrifice. He is the one who gave his life for us as a living sacrifice. And when it was over, he said, it is finished. And having said this, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Do you know that it is finished? That God hears your prayer? That God will answer your prayer? You say, but I've been banging on the door for a long time, continue to bang on the door. God will come through Christ and he will answer you. You say, but I feel so desperate. Don't quit. It is not time to quit. It is time to surrender to Jesus. I surrender all. I surrender all, all to Jesus, precious Savior. I surrender all, I surrender all, I surrender all. All to Jesus, precious Savior, I surrender all. Do you surrender today? Do you give your life to Jesus today? He said, but I've done that. You've got to do it every day, day in and day out, in season and out of season when you feel like it, and when you don't feel like it. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, 
and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Don't quit. It's time to keep your eyes, my eyes, fixed on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith and salvation. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.